The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Ronnie K of Mile High Sports Radio and a special guest today, Jeff Kirsch hey, of hey. Homegrown Sports. Uh, Jeff's going to talk about, of course, the Big draft pick for the Denver Broncos, that'd be Bradley Chubb. But first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, of course, they are just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. I know it's a Broncos podcast, but go on over there after the ball games because 70 Colorado beers await you. Or, if you're like me, the 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits. I'm like at 35, 40-ish right now. I'm trying to uh, try them all, Gersh. That's uh, why you got such great spirit. Yeah, I'm telling you, there I love you your go. Spirit. Uh, the terrific rooftop views, and then, of course, the website. Go check them out for the menu. They've got great burgers, and I tell you what, um, you ask for the Staley specials, and they will hook you up. Tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me. That's tap14.com. Like I was saying, Jeff Gersh, the homegrown brand. Bro, homegrown yes, sports 10 to midnight. You're the night guy. Yeah. On Mile High Sports Radio. One AM of my favorite things to do every day is sit here at night and just rock the radio. Well, you're gr- you have a great spot because when it comes to sports games, uh, Broncos games, Rockies, Nuggets, Avs, you are like the instant reaction spot. People can call in and do all kinds of fun stuff. And you and Darren, you guys do great stuff on the show. Yeah, we love it. I mean, it's, you know, women and children are asleep. You know, the boys get to go out and have some fun. But the great part is the game just got done, whether it's football, baseball, basketball. You know, fo- football as much. We're not, you know, because we're midweek. Um, sure. But leaving Coors Field, leaving Pepsi Center. Ah, man, it's it's a great spot to be. You know, Skip Bayless says he's first take. I don't know about that, Skip. I think we got the first take you guys are, sports. You guys are first yeah. first. Yeah. First, first in line. So. Of course, you guys get, uh, well, the first chance to, to talk about Bradley Chubb. That was, of course, yesterday uh, when the Denver Broncos selected him fifth overall. Initial thoughts on Bradley Chubb. Like the pick, love the pick, or maybe you hate the pick. Well, I, I definitely do not hate the pick, so we can cross that one okay, off the cross list. cross that one off. That leaves two more left. Do you like it or do you love it? I love the pick. Okay. Um, frankly, I'm I'm amazed he was available at that at that spot. You know, when when you are outright the best pass rusher available, you don't last long. And five, boy, that seemed, must have seemed like an eternity for Bradley Chubb, but well worth the wait if you get picked and get to play right next to Von Miller. I can't decide who's more excited about this pairing, Von or Bradley Chubb. Or me. <laughs> and, of course, we saw Von Miller posting on social media, him freaking out, screaming, him making the comparison two weeks ago that uh, Bradley Chubb is like Khalil Mack and Von Miller put together, and it's going to be quite the pass-rushing duo. Uh, Bradley Chubb available at 5 the stunner is, I think, number four with Cleveland picking Denzel Ward, the homegrown guy in, uh, from Ohio. I think the, the first three picks, you could jostle the order however you like, but I think they were kind of expected to be those three guys. Um, but Chubb at five is is a big, big deal. And I've always said, you got to have the quarterback and you got to rush the quarterback. Yes, sir. And Denver can now rush the quarterback. Well, there's a couple quarterbacks in the AFC West that just got a little bit more afraid. But one thing I like is there's a couple quarterbacks here in Denver that just got a sigh of relief. Sure. They kind of had a huge weight lifted off their shoulders. We There's not going to be another guy, even Chupacabra Kelly. You know, one less guy in the QB room. Chupa, 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 chupa. chupa. You! You! 
But Bradley Chubb, man, I mean, talk about Phillip Rivers, you know, Derek Carr and the young kid Mahomes. He's going to be eating them up. And, you know, he's got the size. He's got the speed. But for me, it's the qualities that he possesses, just his ability to to move laterally, to attack gaps, to to take really big, strong men and make them seem like they're little weak boys. I mean, he throws offensive linemen around. He tackles running backs with one arm. I mean, he is his qualities far outweigh his quantities, and his quantities are extraordinary. Uh, Bradley Chubb, for the most part of his career, played with his, his, hand, his hand in the dirt. Uh, mm-hmm. He was a defensive end uh, at NC State. But yesterday, Vance Joseph spoke about how outright they have a plan for him, and that plan is at outside linebacker. Now, weighed in at 269 at the NFL Combine. He is a fast guy, but are you worried that we're seeing the same movie again? Because we, we've seen this with Demarcus Walker. We've seen this with Ron Leary, where the Denver Broncos, for some reason, they like to take guys and just move them out of their normal position. Now, Chubb is a talented guy, and he, he's played multiple techniques, multiple styles in multiple different defenses. But are you a tad worried that Denver is taking their fifth overall pick and saying, you know what, we're going to alter things just a hair? It's the gift and the curse of being a quote-unquote hybrid. You know, whether you're Nikola Jokic with the Nuggets whether you're, you know, Christian McCaffrey kind of being a running back slash, you know, wide, wide receiver, receiver or, or if you're hand in the dirt slash I can stand up guy. It's it's almost one of the curses of being so talented and so athletic is that coaches think, well, I can put him here. I can put him there. He busts stuff up. He makes plays no matter where he is. I do think it's kind of hard. Like you're basically telling a plumber to be an electrician, you know, and, and that can get a little that can get a little hairy. Yeah, because fans don't realize, many fans, I shouldn't say all, but many fans don't realize how difficult it really is just to transition from, on the offensive side, left guard to right guard. Uh, as a pass rusher, hand in the dirt, standing up. This is a big, big deal. And for a guy who was so effective with his hand in the dirt, and now all of a sudden you stand him up, I just, I, I'm a little worried that, it's not worrying me because of Bradley Chubb, the player. It's because how he's going to be used by the Broncos. It's almost one of those. Fa- also factored into this is the incompetency at head coach. And and it's just, I was on the drive over here. I'm thinking, man, what if Wade Phillips was still here? Oh, jeez. And I'm not, I hate to be the what if guy. I hate to, I wish, but. Yeah, stop being what if guy. What if Wade was here and no, he had no. this little toy under the Christmas tree that he just unwrapped? It'd be interesting to see if he would have his hand in the dirt or if he would be, you know, kind of reversing. But I do think it's early in the young kid's career to be throwing, you know, curveballs when he's a fastball hitter. So it'll be interesting to see how that experiment works out. I mean, certainly you're more confident in a guy like Wade Phillips, obviously, than mm. what Denver has shown right now. But certainly, I, I, maybe you know, we give him the benefit of the doubt, I guess, for this second year. Hopefully you see improvements. We certainly will see. Give me an overall grade for the Bradley Chubb pick. Uh, a through F. Uh, we do pluses and minuses? Pluses and minuses. Let's make it complex. Let's get freaky. I'm going to say... A minus. And the only reason I say minus um, is because it wasn't necessarily a need. It was more a best player available type thing. Um, Quentin Nelson was on the board. That's a definite need um, for your new quarterback. Uh, You know, Bradley Chubb is the Ferrari. You don't need it, but man, it sure is nice to have it. Um, Quentin Nelson, you know, he's that Subaru. He's got four-wheel drive, not the sexiest ride, but you're not going to get stuck. 
Um, and so for me, A minus. Hey, I wish I got more A minuses on my uh, report card. I probably would have got into a a better college. I'm going to go with A minus as well too. Safe pick, probably the correct pick. Very hard to go away from there because you just didn't expect Bradley Chubb to be there. And if you pass on Bradley Chubb, unless you're picking a quarterback, I think you're going to take a lot of criticism and a lot of heat. I don't like the new position day one and the new technique, but we'll see how that plays out. Chubb and Miller and that combo, that is going to be a very good combo for many, many years to come. They're going to make each other better. And you know what? Offenses can only double team so many players and you're going to get a lot of one-on-one opportunities particularly for guys like Shane Ray, Shaq Barrett, who are going to be those depth guys who really could make an impact. We'll see how they play out. Um, I am glad that they didn't trade out of that pick, though, too, because I I wanted them to select a impact guy, and I think that's what they got. They definitely got an impact guy. The gift and the curse of, of drafting in the fifth is there's always good players on. We can talk forever about the guys they missed, but it is nice to know the one you got. Seems like a keeper you're going to want to take a picture with, you know, show all your fresh fishing buddies, and then, uh, you know, don't throw that one back. He is Jeff Gersh of Homegrown Sports, 10 p.m. to midnight. And, of course, on weekdays, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, you can catch him on Mile High Sports Radio, AM 1340 and FM 104.7. You're on Twitter, too. At GR Serious. GR Serious. Still getting uh, used to the tweeting thing. I- I'm more, uh, my eyes are on Twitter a lot, my mm-hmm. thumbs. Not exactly as much. So you're a lurker. I'm getting better. You I'm like get, to peek at, peek at your time. I think I hit my 200th tweet the other day. I was oh, like, wow, wow 200. Whole, uh, yeah. okay. Does that count retweets too? Okay. <laughs> there you go. So you can follow him on Twitter and then, of course, catch him on the radio uh, with your co-host, Darren Copeland, on uh, weekdays, Mile High Sports Radio, as starting at 10 p.m. Uh, Jeff, there are guys that the Broncos passed on Correct. for this pick. You talked about Quentin Nelson. Scale of 1 to 10, how big of a mistake was that? Okay, well, if we if we dinged the draft pick to an A minus because you didn't fill a need, then I think you know on a scale you'd probably be up there around eight, you know, uh, on the. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, it's like asking, do you? So you're want- saying this is a big mistake passing on Chubb for for Nelson. Well, or or I'm sorry, yeah, you know, you you know, I mean, and maybe it was my preconceived notion going into it and my bias of just like. Just get the old lineman. Just do it. Just don't, get the Nelson guy. Don't overthink Just get this safe thing. Pick, sure. Just this guy's a mauler, and he protects your most important thing, the guy that holds the ball, whether it's runner or passer. So I'm going to say, you know, 7.58. I just – because he's such an, a valuable position that's not quarterback. When it comes to Quentin Nelson, I'm going to go – Five six. Okay. Uh, I you know it's. I may like jump the gun a little it's, bit there, it's but it's tough. It's <laughs> tough to. Well, no, I think you're. I think there's a valid point there because again, we've seen a lot of defensive ends taken very high, particularly Gaines Adams, Dante Fowler Jr., who really haven't panned out to be this amazing, exciting guy we thought. Where I am going to not only jump the gun, but fire it and, and, and go all over this. Is, this is a 10 when I when I say it. Um, I, I would have taken Josh Rosen in that spot. I am sick and tired of the unknown at quarterback. You either have a quarterback or you are not competitive. And as far as I'm concerned, Case Keenum is a short-term solution. And I think that's what Denver and Case Keenum himself knows. They would not have signed the two-year deal if that was the other way around. I think they made a mistake passing on Josh Rosen. I understand why they didn't. Your thoughts? I can't lie to you. Homegrown sports, we preach the truth. Okay, if you're looking for the truth, 10 to midnight, three nights a week, 
I wanted, I was hoping, I was kind of just thinking maybe, just maybe, they're going to say Josh Rosen. Because that's kind of what I wanted. I mean, I, you're absolutely right. There is a question mark at the end of quarterback, not a period. And until they get that solved, you know, they got whole radio stations out here that'll just talk about the controversy for the next eight months. Um, luckily, we don't succumb to that too often. Of but, course. You know, man, that Rosen, he had exactly the same amount of piss and vinegar that Baker Mayfield was applauded for. He's smart, intelligent, can throw the ball. He's the best thrower of the football in the draft. He's a natural draft. thrower. He's tall. He's not too handsome where you got to worry about him, you know, being too handsome, which is a good thing. I suffer from that as well. He's got a big nose. Yeah, he's, you Let's know. Let's be honest. And, and, I, <laughs> and I think I, the more I heard him talk, the more I – it sounded like a young John Elway. Just competent. Wow. Cocky. Knows he can do it. Isn't afraid to – you know, he'll go anywhere, anytime and play ball. I mean, he said some things like, if you need me to carry water coolers, I'll, I'll be the best damn water cooler and carrier in the in the country. Yeah, he particularly had a quote yesterday that I just thought, and he's been saying this uh, for a while, that he is the best guy. And um, essentially, he said that when he was picked 10th in Arizona, there were nine mistakes ahead of him. And I love that attitude. I love that swagger. I like a little cockiness in my quarterback because I don't want my quarterback to be Mr. Uh, shake hands, hands behind their back. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, please. I want a little bit of grit and a little bit of swag, a little bit of confidence, a little bit of cockiness, you know, and not a lot of people are going to like him, but you're going to respect him. And if he balls out, you will follow him in the locker room if he's a good player. Yeah, like having a buddy that hates to lose or having like a brother or a dad that hates to lose, that's tough. But your quarterback, you're going to want a guy that hates to lose, and that is exactly who Josh Rosen is. Everybody loves to win. Everybody. I don't know anyone that doesn't love winning, but do you hate to lose? I hate to lose. Okay, It's unhealthy for me because I'm not the quarterback of a football team, but Josh Rosen, I see it in him, and I, that's the kind of guy I want taking snaps on my football team is a guy that just absolutely hates to lose. Jeff Gersh of Homegrown Sports, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, 10 p.m. to midnight on Mile High Sports Radio, AM 1340. And, of course, you can check out his previous shows and work, his fantastic work. Mm, thank you. You've written uh, leather-bound books, haven't you? I, I've uh, Maybe not quite there. I have a couple of them stacked up, Golden just holding podcast. papers down on my Marconi, desk. Marconi-esque <laughs> podcast on uh, milehighsports.com. Yep. Let's talk one last quickly about another quarterback who Denver passed on, Josh Allen. I'd love to be wrong about this. I'm going to say two. I'm going to say no big deal passing on Josh sure. Allen. Sure. A lot of risk, a lot of rolling the dice. You know, it's almost like you're playing roulette and betting on green. You know, you're like, come on, green. You're like, green, there's 3,500 things you could have bet on. Why'd you bet on the green? Um, but if it hits, when you're betting roulette and that green double zero hits. That's a lot of money. You dancing, dog. Yeah, you, yeah. you're feeling good I, and, and you're making it rain. So, I mean, that's it's a low it's like low risk, high reward, if you ask me. I, I'm in the same boat as you. One, two. I, I don't think it's a big deal because Rosen was available. If Allen was the only quarterback at number five, I would have said, okay, different story. Because I was in the boat of just get a guy. Just get a quarterback. So I do agree with you that uh, I don't think there's going to be really anything that uh, Denver will regret there. But, of course, certainly if he hits, you know, Buffalo's got a good one. So uh, in rounds two, three, moving on, who should Denver uh, maybe have particular names? But let's talk positions, too, more particularly. Where should Denver be targeting in these next couple rounds? 
I think you got to go on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you had a chance there to do some things to help solidify your quarterback, to help solidify getting first downs. I mean, you kind of got to start to crawl before you learn how to run. Everyone wants to score touchdowns. That's great. Go get some first downs, okay, because that was kind of a huge deal last year. You know, Punter was out there a lot more. We don't want to see Marquette King out there. We want to see rookies getting first downs. I'm thinking running back. I got my eye on Ronald Jones out of USC. I like what he's doing. I got a chance to see him up in Folsom Field this fall. Um, between him and Darnold, man, uh, you never know with USC because their O-line is so strong. It's so talented that it's almost one of those Wisconsin Badger kind of running back where you're like, okay, now that he gets to the – now that he doesn't have eight-foot holes to run through, what kind of a player is he? I'm going to keep my eye on Ronald Jones. And then if that Will Hernandez, guard from UTEP doing the two-step, slips down a couple picks – I wouldn't be surprised if the if if uh, Denver maybe even trades up a couple picks early in that second round just to solidify getting that guard that they've definitely had their eyes on. And yeah. and Will Hernandez was a guy people thought should have been gone already by now. Yeah, there's a lot of notable names, uh, particularly at the running back position. You have Nick Chubb, the other Chubb. Uh, you have, of course, the offensive lineman Will Hernandez. You have potential quarterbacks Kyle Laletta. Mason Rudolph. I was stunned the Patriots went. Uh, I like the pick, but I'm stunned they took Sony Michelle so early. And I was actually hoping Sony Michelle would be available around that second round pick for Denver. Unfortunately, not to be Ronald Jones Jr. Man, that's that's a solid, solid pick. And I agree with you. Eh? You know, the offensive line is stout at USC, but they're not getting the amount of reps like you know, a Wisconsin Badger. I mean, we've seen reps just absolutely destroy yeah. guys. Monte Ball, Ron Dane in the past. So certainly going to be interesting to see where Denver goes. Uh, I want to see them target a wide receiver too. It'd be um, interesting to see too, you know, that uh, linebacker out of UCF. Um, Shaquem Griffin. Yep. Shaquem Griffin mm-hmm. with the one arm. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Um, obviously, with Bradley Chubb being added to the defense, maybe that becomes less for the Broncos. But still, there's so many great side stories. There's the offensive lineman from Army um, that's going to have to wait two years, so people are kind of paying it forward with that pick. A lot of great stories. We had two brothers drafted yesterday in the first round. Yeah, the Edwards brothers. Unbelievable. Yep. And that Tremaine Edwards, that that kid, that linebacker, holy cow. He reminds me of Anthony Barr. Um, the more I see him, the more I'm like, how is he not in the top ten? Man, oh, man, what a great night last night was. It was an exciting night. It was Drama. The, it was the first time where I was on pins and needles where I had no idea what was happening because after the first pick, and we really didn't know what the first pick was until the morning of, you had no idea what was happening. I mean, you kind of thought Saquon Barkley was going to be there too, but then there was that Bradley Chubb kid. There was a potential quarterback. Eli is getting old. I mean, there were so many unknowns, and it made it such an exciting event, and and it certainly was a good one down at Dove Valley, and I I was listening to your show yesterday. It was sounding great. So A lot of energy. uh, A lot of fun stuff. Where can they find you on Twitter, Jeff? At GR Serious. At GR Serious. You know, because we try and be serious every now and again. <laughs> I'm looking at the grin on your face and you are lying. I you miss my liar. mustache. I miss my mustache. That's that's for sure. But you can't just grow those things in a day. Okay. Rome wasn't built in a day and mustaches don't just grow overnight. Okay. Well, when that mustache is in full swing, man, you are uh, you are rocking it for sure. <laughs> be sure to check out Jeff and Darren, yep. uh, the homegrown bros and you're a bro too bronaldo yeah anyone so that comes and participates to everybody yeah. yeah do you give them the callers too like if a jesse calls up just like we try and you know get the callers in on it yeah. you know it's tough to throw a bro all the places but we got Bropland in copeland <laughs> we got bronaldo 
We got uh, Brogan. Brogan, Logan, Brogan. Our producer. Yeah. Uh, we got the Hump Snake. That's Jake. Hot Take Hump Snake. Um, oh, because he okay. does Wednesday nights. Okay, and sure. Jake the Snake's too easy, so I thought I'd throw a hump in there. Yes, okay. If you all throw right. a hump in anywhere, every, it's pretty much better than oh, it was boy. before. I tell you what, all the radio <laughs> shows and all the podcasts they have um, many jokes surrounding the last name of the recent Broncos draft pick. But we will be one of those that are professional. High five! I'm not making and chub jokes. We don't make chub <laughs> jokes. We don't. No. So you can catch Jeff on Homegrown Bros. 10 p.m. to midnight Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday and of course next week I assume you guys will have all kinds of NFL draft goodies and uh, stuff but you also talk other sports too Avs, Nuggets, Rockies, all that good stuff as well. We talk it all. Golf, we talk it all man. Fly fishing went last weekend but one of the cool things is uh, is we're going to have a guest on next week that spent all weekend in the Jerry Jones Dome in Dallas. Ah. We had him on Earlier in the week, as he was prepping, we had him on last night. He said it was one of the most amazing spectacles he's ever been to with 100,000 people there in Dallas. And now we're going to have him on next week to wrap it up. So tune in to Homegrown Sports for that for they, sure. They used a nickname yesterday, some, something to the realm of like uh, Jerry Mahal or something like that, like mm. a reference to the Taj Mahal right. or, or Jones Mahal or something like that. And I just like <laughs> that place is quite the spectacle that the draft is at so far. Yeah, it's um, – uh, you know, I heard the number was 100,000. I think that included inside and outside. Inside I don't and outside, believe yes. there was 100,000 jammed yep. in there. Mm-hmm. But still, nonetheless, it just goes to show you. Cool place. It's a spectacle unlike any. I mean, yep. th- we tried to find comps for it. I'm an appraiser. That's what I do for a living, try and find comps. Really, what is the comp to the NFL draft experience? I don't know. I, I still can't figure it out. It's tough. There's nothing like it's it. It's unique. It's very, very unique. Of course. Uh, just like you Jeff, and me. I was just going to say, Jeff is one of those unique guys. You can find uh, some of his podcasts at milehighsports.com of his show, Homegrown Sports. And, of course, we are presented by our friends at Tap 14, 19, 20 Blake Street. Of course, those 70 Colorado beers, the 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits, mm. Chef Andrea Varela and his locally sourced and rotating seasonally food. You know, you get this burger, and it's not the same all year round. They kind of mix it up a little bit, you know, as the seasons change. It's one of those fantastic places, the terrific rooftop views. And then, of course, their website, tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me, tap14.com. You can also find them on Twitter, tap. XIV, so 14 in Roman numerals mm. for you very smart people. Roman. Yes, there you go. Roman. <laughs> Tap 14 Roman numerals 14 on Twitter. Of course, you can find archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast at milehighsports.com. Jeff, thanks so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Anytime, man. Anytime. We'll get you in, uh, well, probably in a the couple of weeks. The pleasure's all on this side of yeah. the handshake, Ronald. <laughs> Absolutely. You can check out uh, Jeff and the previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com.